Cape Town went pretty close to day zero last year. What parts of the country are now being affected? So uh, the main areas under, that are affected at the moment are the uh, provinces of Gauteng, the Eastern Cape and Limpopo. Um, I think it's important to understand that many parts of South Africa are often struggling with um, issues of, of water security. Uh, this is not new. So even during the time that Cape Town was struggling through their crisis, um, those provinces were also battling. So why then were not measures put in place more quickly if that has been, as you say, something that's not new to the system? I mean, I think there are a number of reasons. You know, we have there are very complex crises in South Africa around not only the changing climate, which we're p picking up more and more, and obviously there a drying climate in certain areas, but there, we have real issues with technology deficits, with skills and capacity shortages, um, with mismanagement of the resources, both from a delivery and treatment point of view. So. Uh, you know, these are these are ongoing issues, and and we need to address them quite seriously if we're going to start um, dealing with with problems of water scarcity. So it would sound like uh, the systemic problems of maintenance and, and 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 infrastructure are probably as as much to play in this as the droughts. Absolutely. Um, so the, the situation, particularly in Gauteng at the moment, which is, of course, our economic hub in South Africa, is is uh, it's coming into the news as being, I think, more dire than it really is. Um, Gauteng is dependent on a very complex, integrated system of dams and tunnels coming from uh, also neighbouring Lesotho. Um, and there are some maintenance activities going on in Lesotho that's causing a little bit of a panic. But and they also have had a dry start to the summer. They are a summer rainfall area, so they are gearing themselves towards really thinking about what they should be doing. And we say in Cape Town, at last, because actually, you know, the country in general, people um, have been very slow to respond. And the only way we got through the crisis in Cape Town was actually by people tightening their belts enormously and and um, saving water to levels of you know, sort of 50 litres per person per day. Mm. And that has to get, that message has to get out to the rest of the country. And so, uh, uh, I mean, what is your sense of the, the, the need for urgency in this area? And, and, and is Cape Town being used as an example for the rest of the country to follow? I mean, I think it is being used as, a, as an example, and which is why suddenly we, you know, day zero became the term that everyone bandied around. And it certainly has been useful from that point of view because... People can understand it when you start talking about getting to a stage where you're going to run out of water. Um, we have in this country, there are the, our average per capita use is actually higher than the world average. Uh, much of that is has got to do with issues of non-revenue water and leaks. So we have to deal with the, the actual management of the infrastructure as a whole. Um, but we also have to start looking at ways of reducing our demand, um, particularly residential demand, which makes up about 60% um, of the, certain the urban use of water. So, you know, that, that we have got to start thinking quite carefully about what we use our water for and what purposes, um, for which purposes we use which quality of water. Mm. You've had similar issues with um, the, the constant and reliable supply of power. Now, power and water are often seen as inalienable rights for people um, and also signs of a functioning state. Is this now coming mm. into question for South Africa? 
Well, it certainly has had issues for us. I mean, we do have power issues here, as you may very well know. Um, and we have had periods of rolling blackouts and load shedding, which, of course, has an issue, has an impact on our the, the provision of water services, not only uh, drinking water, but also the provision of sanitation, pumping for sewage, the knock-on impacts of um, pump overflows, so the water quality impacts into our rivers. Um, but of course, the link to actually providing um, uh, water and providing electricity together um, is another important one. We don't have a lot of hydropower in South Africa itself, but the Lesotho project, which um, gives water to the Gauteng province, does uh, uh, generate hydropower. And so these are issues that we have to think about. I uh, really appreciate you joining us, Kirsty. Thank you. Pleasure.